0: Who would have thought that on the very first day, I'd actually be waking up and listening to the radio and going, where's Leighton Smith when you need him? Because I thought of the man when I heard the news that there was a breakthrough in the weekend in the COP24 talks on climate change in Poland. And you just know that come 8.30 in the morning, Leighton Smith would have railed at the so-called breakthrough and continued his rearguard action to remove man-made climate change from the world's consciousness, and it would have been very entertaining indeed. But not to be. So you're left with me. And I'm going to come at this from another way. The so-called breakthrough in Poland is actually proof that the whole process is essentially powerless. And it's more about posturing than anything else. The language around the meeting was all about providing a rule book for the control of emissions with the hope that controlling emissions might reduce the temperature on Earth over the next few decades. Yet by my reading, there are no rules here. All there is, is a ruler. Rules are not rules unless they have consequences. Rules are not rules unless they're broken and there are penalties. And the weakness of what came out of Poland this weekend is that there are no consequences and there are no penalties for those countries that choose not to achieve some goals. What they've agreed on is a common method to measure the promises that various nations may have made in the process. So we'll now know what nations have promised and whether they're doing anything about it. But as the Sydney Morning Herald reports this morning, like the landmark 2015 agreement in Paris, signed by 196 nations, it does not legally bind countries to hit their targets. So countries can say what they like and also do what they like. Alex Breyer at the uh, spinoff wrote about it very succinctly this morning, and I quote, so if a country, let's say Brazil, where the new president has threatened to log and exploit the Amazon rainforest, so if a country like Brazil were to completely miss the targets, they said at the Paris talks, they'd be subjected to a lot of stern finger wagging. And maybe some impolite remarks over dinner, but that's about where any sanctions would end. So the truth of it is that the people who know reality uh, of the game are upset. So let's talk about the scientists. They don't like it. They're understandably hacked off about the whole thing. But, you know, it shows the reality of emissions control in this debate we've been having. There is little political will anywhere in the world to change a thing, including here. The COP24 does urge nations to, and I quote, lift their ambition on emissions control. And James Shaw brought that language back with him yesterday, telling all the media that New Zealand should be a high ambition country. So let's have a reality check on that. This government has been in power for a year. New Zealand is still the fifth highest emitter per head of capita of carbon on the planet. Meanwhile, the government is still pondering whether to bring agriculture into the emissions trading scheme. So far, this doesn't seem like a high priority for a supposedly lefty, greeny government. And my take on the whole thing is that the 196 countries that signed up to Paris nearly four years ago are all talk and no action, including us. So, if you are anti-man-made climate change, you could take comfort in the fact that so far you may not be winning the battles, but you are winning the war.